Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Destiny. The design is clearly ancient, launched hundreds of thousands of years ago. We are on a ship, but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. This is the wrong people in the wrong place. Sure did. Why'd you do that? He told me to. I have a gun. What happened? Greer. Greer shot him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the Destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe. Hello, good evening, and welcome to what I am reliably informed is Gatecast episode 344. Sadly, I got it wrong. I don't doubt that bit will be left in the edit. <laughs> and that familiar laughter will indicate to you that we have a returning guest. Hello, everybody. Back again. I am indeed. Is he in here? <laughs> For another, uh, another hit. Unlike our previous back agains, where we do two episodes in one night and pretend that it's recorded on separate nights, this is actually on a different evening. It's Even been a whole it, week. It has not been a whole week. Is it, it not? Been, it has been four days. Oh. You must have had a seriously packed weekend. <laughs> I actually did. For the life of me, remember what I was doing. We're on train for a round trip of uh, 1,600 kilometers, about 1,000 miles. Ah, oh, yeah, that was true. Just before you were leaving the next day to go for your, uh, your trip. Yes, and it were cloudy, and no sparkly green lights. But this world is family. <laughs> and besides, that means I have an excuse to go back. With your travelling suitcase, your luggage. I don't have a luggage anymore. Oh, I do. It's just, it doesn't generally come. And besides, it's one night. Yeah, but it could follow you around. There's a rideable one. <laughs> oh, that you need to get. You can get, yeah, but unfortunately, the problem is, batteries are heavy. And that's going to put it over the luggage allowance of almost anything. <laughs> it says it's small enough to be a carry-on. But what airport security force is going to let you go round in a motorised thing? Just not going to happen. Anyway, you know, come here to hear me complain about airports. Yes, we're rambling again. I was trying to think of a David Bowie appropriate language counting. Hmm. Yeah. What episode are we going to watch, Alan? Hero. Season 3, episode 14. No, we're not. Season 2, no, episode 14. Why do, what no, is it? No? Alan, I would have hoped you'd have got this. Hope. Crap. <laughs> Thank you. Why did my brain try to open? <laughs> I didn't get much sleep the weekend. I don't know, you got David Bowie on the brain. This is the episode where Janet Fraser dies. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you spotted Janet are taking the Travellers. Can I just say, by the way, mm. thank you very much for the recommendation of Travellers. I haven't watched all of it yet. I did show it to my Laplandish, my Lapish friends. Over, just over halfway through. And I have okay. already encountered four members of Stargate Universe. And during the credits, have discovered probably three or four different crew members. Five! Five! <laughs> you recognised her husband, didn't you? I've counted her already. Didn't recognise her husband. He, he was the man that, the officer that sacrificed himself in Grace Under Pressure. Oh. You know, he shoved Rodney into the back of the jumper. Yeah. As the glass broke. Oh, well spotted. Did you recognise his face straight away? Yeah. Put us to shame. <laughs> like I said, I didn't realise Hewlett was in Incorporated. Oh, you were talking about it on Twitter beforehand. Aye, but I discovered when I went to tag him that I didn't actually follow him. Right. So now I do. 
Although, according to his IMDb page, he's only in four episodes. But I showed my Lapland friend the first episode of the Travelers, and he was like, I know him, and him, and him, and him. <laughs> Poor Gary Chalk. Yeah. He tweaked Patrick Gilmore. He also, since we'd watched the first episode of Incorporated, might mean something else, the guy who plays the lawyer in Travelers is yeah. also in Incorporated and is also a dick. <laughs> in fact, he seems to pretty much just play a dick. Only was it's a bad in Continuum. Yeah, I think the same thing in Curtis. Ian Tracy. Sorry. Hey, I got the Ian. That's good for me. Are we hacking back to the early episodes when I screwed up Donna Davis's name? One of the main stars is unforgivable. A guest actor, perfectly understandable. And obviously he recognised Patrick Gilmore. I've still not quite finished Travelers. Yesterday I watched Back in Black, which was a bit depressing. But it was nice to recognise virtually every single fan yeah. that appeared. The Irish girl, by the way, is Siobhan, a.k.a. Shivers. She's the current chair of the Irish Disc World Camp. But you've probably not watched it yet. Not yet, no. But you have read Shepherd's Crown? Yes. Ah, right. Because it might mention there's a massive spoiler in the middle. But you've not watched Incorporated. You said it's sitting on the server. You'll get round to it. I've been watching a show called Goliath. That sounds vaguely familiar. Amazon original. I know. I watch a cheerful Pixar movie to put myself in a better mood. Inside Out. Not so cheerful. No. <laughs> not exactly bright and happy. Not depressing on the opening 20 minutes of Up Level, but shiny happy people, it's not. Oh, come on. You finished the film laughing. When she meets that boy and you go into his brain. Girl, girl. <laughs> panic, panic. Actually, I like the cat one. Uh, the cat one, they yeah, have the control console and the cats are just treating it with the same disdain to treat everything else. And the dog. Human has food. Let us follow food. And all like five dog personalities like... Dink, 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 dink. Property? What's that? Oh, I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. The following presentation is brought to you through the power of science. Ooh, shiny. I'm science fiction writer Scott Pearson. I'm his daughter, Ella. And we are, are two, two generations, generations of geek. Anything can happen in the next half hour. If you like geeky things, and we know you do, check out our podcast, Generations Geek, a family-friendly celebration of the nerdiverse, brought to you by the Chronic Rift Network, which broadcasts from a treehouse in Lothlorien. We talk amongst ourselves about geeky things, like our favorite movies, from black-and-white classics of stop-motion animation to the latest in 3D CGI, Plus, we have amazing guests, from New York Times best-selling authors to astronauts. No, really, astronauts. Drop by GenerationsGeek.com for links to all our episodes. And remember, no geeks are harmed in the making of our podcast. We are going to be watching Saga Universe Hope tonight, uh, as we've uh, introduced Ian back for his guest appearance. Yeah. As both of them says, interesting weekends. Ian can't remember what he did, and Alan spent most of the time on a train. Riveting weekends, clearly. With a murderously snoring birth companion. <laughs> Lovely. We're into rambling again. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, you mentioned trains. Yes. Now, in a vaguely tenuous link, but walked through my convoluted logic here, the title of the episode is Hope. The closest connection I can get with that is Saving Hope, which contains Michael Shanks, and is a Canadian show, therefore the countdown today will be in French. Is that a suitably convoluted logic thing? I think that works. It'll do. Right, as per usual, we are watching the Region 2 rip of uh, this episode of Stargate Universe. Runtime is 41 minutes 53 seconds. 
currently looking at a black screen, or hopefully we all are anyway. Yeah, yeah. my, ta- my yep. taskbar won't check, go check, away. Check, 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 check. <laughs> Lovely. If you want to watch along with us and line up your copy of the episode in the same manner, if you're watching the Region 2 version, everything should be fine. If you're watching the uh, Region 1 or uh, iTunes rip, then the runtime will be two minutes longer. So you'll have to pause a little bit every now and again. Otherwise, just sit back and listen to us because we are an audio podcast, really. That's why I spend so much time keeping all the good bits of uh, dialogue the writers have done intact. Just those babbling around in between uh, the, the quiet bits. At least that's the plan. It doesn't always quite work out like that. Yeah. It's amazing how many times when I'm editing it, it seems to be 20 seconds where nobody says anything. I'm thinking, I can't remember that. I'm sure after about five seconds, I feel the need to jump in and actually say something. Sometimes there's a really good bit and you just have to yeah, listen you, to the dialogue. It's not even that. Sometimes there's something really compelling happening on screen, but there isn't any actual dialogue from the actors. And we're right. all utterly staring at the screen and completely riveted. <laughs> it's someone psyching off Stargate University weekend and I just into them. <laughs> That's one of the beauties of the commentary track. Commentary track. Quite often, the actual actors themselves haven't seen the finished episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, when it's the first time for them, they often just lose themselves watching it. Doesn't always make for a great commentary. <laughs> you can see that they find it compelling, and maybe they'll Netflix will dip into the massive bucket of money they've got. We can all hope. Was that a deliberate pun? No, but now we've gone full circle, so I'm really happy. Come on, then we'll get this started, and then we can go on to do other things this Monday evening. Yes, Yeah, excellent. I'm going to bed, because I'm getting up at 7am my turn. Go on, then do your French 3, 2, 1, and when you say clicky, we'll all press play, and we'll be into the episode. Toi, de on, le click. I'm Amibi on the verge of discovering the true nature of Destiny's mission. Okay, then. Season 2, Episode 14 of Stargate Universe, entitled Hope. This is Gatecast Episode 344. This episode is written by Carl Binder and directed by William Waring. Good, There is no mission other than getting these people home. At its premiere in America and Canada, March 28th, 2011. Germany, April 21st. Sweden, September 24th. And Hungary, April 21st, 2012. Plenty of series with episodes of the same name. The New Adventures of Black Beauty, Songs of Praise, Friends and Heroes, The Bible, Beating Heart, Pastor Greg and Criminal Minds. Songs of Praise? I know, that was a stretch, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're getting some of the previous on. Only in this second season they've been making a habit of this. But I think the series have actually got more serialised. Corporal Barnes and Volker on uh, Stone Duty. Running continuously around the clock. Just like you ordered, but still no connection. Obviously, we're not sure at this point if the communication stones got blew up at uh, Homeworld Command. He does not look good. You okay? Yes, leg fell asleep. Does Falco generally? Patrick was one of the guys doing the commentary. He he says, look at me, I've I've been laying little groundwork for this episode. He's even been putting on weight, he says. (laughs) (laughs) Honest. Also, Jennifer Spence and Peter Kalamus for the commentary. Very, very funny commentary. Again, you might want to put a bit of effort into it this time. Doesn't it bother you? We don't know if that bomb was defused in time. You're worried about your mum. And this is one thing I do like about Rose. She doesn't worry about anything he can't actually influence. 
what's the I point of... bloody sociopath. Well, no, he's right. I mean, Eli is working himself, letting it affect him. There's nothing he can do about it. A couple of minutes ago, you're playing. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Also, Sprach Zarathustra. It's a theme from 2001 A Space Odyssey. So why didn't you just say that? Because that's not what it's called. It's called also Sprach Zarathustra. That's Spoke Zarathustra by Strauss. Yeah, but nobody knows it by that name, so why not just say the name? Look, you asked me what my favorite piece of music was, and I'm just telling you. That's yeah, I'm just saying. What it, it is. It's, it's the one piece that reminds me of the very moment I wanted to be an astrophysicist. Right, when you saw 2001? Sure, I've had that conversation with someone before. Yes. <laughs> the point that people know that song only because of the movie. No, it's not a song, Brody. Oh, it's not a song now? This is setting up perhaps one of the jokes of the entire series. <laughs> yes, it's you. You get me wound up with your stupid... Hey, hey. Yeah, this is serious. Yeah, it's in a nerve here, Brody. <laughs> this is what they're like in real life. I think we have a connection. They do tend to bicker. The two of them? Yeah. They do look like they have good chemistry, like they bounce off each other well. Yeah. Patrick was saying his iPod is full of music under the label SGU. <laughs> I'm Gin. What happened? Hello. <laughs> oh. I totally approve, but... I huh? totally forgot. As I said in a tweet, in science fiction, nobody's really ever dead. No. Well, in fairness, that's generally limited to comic book universes. I had some trouble breathing at first. Dr. Perry's condition was difficult to adjust to. Eli. Again. To you? Really? <laughs> oh, hello. Suddenly, possibilities... Your people from Homeworld Security asked me questions about the Lucian Alliance. I've got to admit, it's nice to see Julie McNiven back. It is yeah. definitely nice. But why is she here? Yeah. How is she here? So she's got no memory of the intervening months. And the next thing I knew, I was sitting here. And now she's... Hello. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't Amanda. Yeah. This is Chloe. You want to tell her that? What happened? Why didn't I return to my own body? Yes, awkward moment. Gin, while you were connected to Dr. Perry, one of your people, Simeon, he killed you. Oh my god. Third episode in a row, someone knows they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> we said that last week. That, that can't be true. This could come as quite a shock. Yeah, you're a ghost. Then how am I still here? In the machine. Oh, Eli. Or, you know, I know. Good question. <laughs> that looks disturbing. Uh, hey, TJ. You burning the midnight oil? Well, since Rush broke Destiny's master code, all these ancient medical devices are now accessible to us, so... I did question why hasn't a lot of this medical equipment been available, but it seems strange it's protected by the master code. But obviously now it's been unlocked... I don't think it's that it's protected by the mascot, it's that they have no idea how to use it and if it's medical equipment. They've just said. Yeah. None of the machines would actually work. Now she's just going to learn ancient. <laughs> Here, just going to take this, mix it with water, give it about half hour or so, and uh, it'll calm you down, help you relax, and maybe... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, that sounded painful. It does save a little stunt work as well. <laughs> Any risk if he falls off camera. Yeah. Actually quite funny. Well, let's face it, Falco falling down is always going to be funny. <laughs> the connection wasn't properly severed. Okay, this is speculation at best. Yeah. That perhaps our consciousness became displaced. Displaced? Yeah, how does that work? Again, please. Radio signal? Chloe just happened to be the one to tune into it. 
But why her? We've had people on Stone that he run the clock for days now. Why didn't any of them connect with Gannon? Well, perhaps because Chloe was the only one to fall asleep. No, it's a pity they haven't got Andrew Clavel because he was an expert in the communication stones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what happened to him? Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he died of radiation poisoning while saving Washington. He's dead, but he got a hero's funeral. <laughs> if they even admitted what had happened, of course. How long have you been feeling like this? few days now. few meaning? A week, maybe two. Volker, eyes up a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Classic patient there. How long have you been feeling like this? Oh, not too long. Just a couple of years. <laughs> Your blood pressure's high. 176 over 110. I used to take blood pressure pills, hypertension. I ran out shortly after we got to Destiny. Yeah, we're only just learning that he's, he's not taking some medication he's been on for God knows how long. I have medicinals that could help. Tea leaves have, have been tea effective. Tea <laughs> Yeah, you have a run to the local pharmacy. We haven't got any tea, though, have we? Last time I looked. Infuse some leaves from various worlds. See what happens. That's like acorn coffee, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I just think a good night's sleep is all I'm going to need. Probably. Let's just be sure, okay? Yeah, good night's sleep. You fall asleep, mate. You might not wake up. He looks pale. He really does look pale. Okay, nothing's happening. And she looks relieved. Mm -hmm. Did she volunteer or was she ordered? Well, last time she used the stones, she hated it. Especially in Amanda Perry's body. Well, I think, why? Yeah, if if that's who she thought she might end up in. Oh, this isn't good. May I come in? Slightly smaller cabin than uh, Young's. Not as pretty or decorated as Emile's either. Your kidneys are failing. That's it, right to it. End stage renal disease. (laughs) 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 Not not both of them, all of them. (laughs) Okay. I have a cupboard full of kidneys over here. Okay, can we do anything in here? Your medicinals. Yeah, do you have any really alien no, tea that would work? That has got to be hard giving that news. Yeah. Kidney diseases, by the time you have symptoms, it's already too far advanced. On Earth, the next step would be dialysis. Um, the machines in the infirmary, do any of them? No. This, as they said in the commentary, is Patrick's Hobbit look. <laughs> <laughs> He does look quite hobbit-like. He's just, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. He just wants to pull a ring out of his pocket or some bread. Oh, that's not an appropriate reference at all, Ian. They did a lot of work on this scene with the director. Patrick was rather pleased how it came out. So, is this the ultimate fulfilment of Eli's fantasies? He gets to sleep with both Gin and <laughs> Chloe at the same time. I don't know. I feel like he's moved beyond that fantasy with Chloe now and he's into uh, yeah. thinking it would be weird. He, he did point out, though, didn't he, to uh, Amanda, remember you're in somebody else's body. Yeah. So he would be a bit of a hypocrite if he took advantage right now. Mm-hmm. And Scott would probably beat the crap out of him. No, 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 no. It's, it's okay. Uh, believe me, there's nothing more I want to do right now than kiss you. What's going to happen to me? Is there any way that I can get back into my own body? Oh, yeah. We had a barbecue. <laughs> Waste not, want not. Well, that's it. You know, we needed fertilizer for the uh, arboretum. 
you know what? I did think that when this was happening. Well, you could argue it is a good source of nutrients for plants yeah. if they're not using hydroponics. It's an incredible source of nutrients for plants. Well, if you're all these people are inside the system and, and you're taking material away, it sounds harsh, but on a mission as long as that, you have to consider that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we don't even know who Chloe is connected to on the other end. If she's safe. It's a pity we didn't see that scene. I imagine that would have been a very moving scene to have. What's wrong? Oh dear. At first, I wondered if this was kind of the Amanda personality, you know, imposing itself. Oh, with the struggling to breathe. Yeah, but then how did she die? And it kind of go, oh yeah. <laughs> you alright? What just happened? I don't know. Well, they better find out, otherwise it could be curtains again. I'll be right back. I'm going to give your bad news to the captain. Yeah, before the patient. <laughs> so do you have any idea what caused it? I have no idea. It was weird. We were just talking, and then suddenly she was choking. No reason. Well, Gin was uh, strangled by Simeon. Yeah, that really would explain it. Almost reliving the last moments of her life. You know, the last memory. Again. A lot of recurring themes in the universe. People finding out they're already dead. People reliving their death. Little blue lamp. <laughs> Where were they in the first season? <laughs> Do you think we should disconnect the stone? If we disconnect, who knows what'll happen again? We may not be able to get her back. Eli, if she has another attack, Chloe could be harmed. But, but TJ just said there's nothing physically wrong with her. I just think that we should study this. See if there's some way that we can save Ken without harming either of them. I agree. I'm going to add one of those to my list of things to build. I want one. If one came up on, you know, one of the big auctions and, you know, from the Canadian auction house, I would be tempted to go rather high. <laughs> become slightly obsessed with them. The, the stones or the lamp? I've, I've got a couple of communication stones. Oh. Not genuine, but, you know, uh, injection molded copies of them. board is out of the question. Yes, sir. Given the obvious limitations of this ship, is that type of surgery even possible here? Oh, we have access to more ancient devices as well as a pretty extensive medical database since Rush cracked the code. Anything in there about organ transplants? I probably, I don't know. I've just begun to search through it all. All right, well, sounds like you got to get back at it. This is EJ being put on the spot again. She's got to save the day. Yeah, this is really harsh. She's a medic. I wouldn't even have considered doing an organ transplant. No. It's not as if you're splinting a broken bone or anything. To get an adequate match, it, it's a long shot at best. TJ, let's just, first things first, start testing. Let's see if this is even possible. A few decades ago, this would have been a miracle by the best surgeons in the world in the best operating rooms. Yeah, with the, with the best surgeons in the world having trained them. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming. I cross-checked blood types. There's 18 people on board the ship who are compatible with Dr. Volker. Among them are you two. It's not too complicated. I just need to draw some blood if that's okay. Let's do it. Uh, Greer is always so eager. We're always fighting. <laughs> that's the spirit. <laughs> oh, <so laughs> that's it. Rub it into the Air Force, <laughs> Air Force guy. That's a matter of degrees. We're looking for certain genetic markers on white blood cells. No one on board the ship is related to them, so that rules out the best possible match. But Not to mention the fact that that ship is filthy. <laughs> Sure, with these medical devices, she can pull up a sterilization field. TJ, it's going to be okay. You can do this. Haven't you ever watched a medical program, Scott? <laughs> Piece of cake. I'm sure Grace like, look at all the gym work I've been doing. 
That's rather the perspective I've got as well. He's he's come on leaps and bounds as a commanding officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really has, hasn't he? Yeah. Like when he was a fresh-faced little puppy. Like Riker, a pretty beard. <laughs> <laughs> Something just doesn't feel right. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> you could argue it's a, it's your soul, it's your spirit inhabiting another body. We're going to figure out what's going on here. I promise. <laughs> That's the spirit. I'm not going to lose you again. I wonder if, you know, Lucian Elias believe in an afterlife or anything like that. Well, they're probably like us. It's not a fundamental monolithistic belief system. You get atheists, you get religious fundamentals, and every shade in between. Heard about Dr. Volker. Yeah, tough break. You know, this surgery is uh, fraught with danger. I love the way that Jung jumps to a conclusion here. <laughs> he don't even let him finish. Sorry? Your blood type, are you compatible? No. I'm just checking. Go on. Look, I don't want to lose anyone on this ship, Colonel, but the fact is a transplant risks not just one life, but two. It automatically thinks Rush is trying to talk his way out of it. Mm-hmm. He's done that to him before. Yeah. I'm on my way. Hurry! She's back. What's happening to me? Yeah. No! Help me! Come. Oh, <laughs> another one fell into his arms. <laughs> She's back. You're going to need a flowchart for this, I think. Chloe? No, again. What happened? I just realised my microphone was muted when I made a pithy observation there. Yeah, well done. I said... No, no. If you don't repeat it, then it was the most profound thing ever said on the gatecast. You could do a Farscape thing and write Gin on one side and Chloe on the other and hang out my card around her neck. (laughs) Just have her flip it. And then I woke up here. Just now. Colonel... Yeah. I, uh, checked with Corporal Barnes. Connection wasn't cut at any time. Really? Yeah, kind of rules out that the stones are responsible for this, so something else is in play. Look, they don't have enough things to worry about. I believe her consciousness has been in her own body the entire time. Suppressed by gangs? How is that possible? I don't know. I'll have to further study the communication device. We should pull the stone. No, 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 no. Find out why this is happening first. Not at the risk of Chloe's life, Rush. This understanding how these communications Figure work. Figure it out, okay? Because the next time she has an attack, I'm going to pull the stone. No, no, no. You no can't. hesitation. Again, Young, the commander, mm-hmm. making a decision. And a fair one. If it happens again, then Chloe comes first. Yeah. I don't want to hurt Chloe. Yeah, I know. I know you don't. I agree with Colonel Young. And I don't mind admitting, I like it when the jacket is buttoned up like that. <laughs> Chloe normally doesn't want it. She always has it open. And it looks good on air as well. It's almost as if she's gone from, you know, a little girl to a, a businesswoman. You know, the power yeah. dressing look. <laughs> Still a little glimpse of flesh. Draws your eye. Have we just spotted your type, Mike? <laughs> yes, I'm fine. Corporal Barnes, you just disconnect the stones? No, sir. Still active. What do you mean? She's still connected to me? Do you feel any different? Can you sense someone else, you know, inside your brain? What? Again? Yes. Oh, man, this is nuts. Uh, Oh, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't he saying whatever you're thinking? It's all so strange. I feel weaker. Here, sit down. Yeah, quick before you collapse. I can't keep catching you. I'm sorry, excuse me. Just excuse a second here. Okay, Eli. 
Yeah, we're going to talk in private, but loud enough so you can still hear us. Yeah, classic situation. We'll just walk four steps away. <laughs> That's something not going to make him more nervous at all, is it? Her energy might be decaying. The radio signal getting weaker, harder to keep tuned in. Matt, even without disconnecting the communication stone, we might not have much time before we lose game completely. He's really pushing the radio metaphor. Yeah. It won't be so bad, but it's almost as if you've got her back and he could lose her all over again. Eli gets some bad luck, doesn't he? He does. A lot of information here, some, some good stuff about organ transplants. Hey, you see this? According to the database, it's kind of a ligature device. Cuts and cauterizes at the same time. I thought it did something like that, but I could never get it to work. Oh, I, th I thought it was something where you bend over and apply lubrication. Post-op anti-rejection. It's only 176 pages. Oh, advanced stem cell research. Still a lot of other potential post-operative drawbacks. Infection, high blood pressure, erectile dysfunction. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he thinks about it. Why is that funny? <laughs> yeah, ha ha. I I am laughing heartily on the inside. <laughs> and this is what they were like in the commentary. <laughs> it makes wonder though. You'd have thought the ancients would have been far in advance of using stem cells. You know, you'd have thought they'd been able to clone organs anyway. Yeah, just sort of beaming them into existence. It's difficult to judge how, you know, technologies move along, but if they can build the starship... Into another body. Colonel. TJ. We have a match. Two, actually. Oh, Morrison. Tissue typing takes a look at six specific antigens in the blood of the recipient and the donor. The best compatibility, obviously, is a six-antigen match. It happens most often in families. The two of you, you both have a four-antigen match with Dr. Volker. The ultimate volunteer mm -hmm. on Destiny. Mm -hmm. The equipment that you use, how accurate is it? Because I want to make sure... I'll do it. Eager for anything. Happy to take a step backward. <laughs> yes. There are a lot of risks involved in this procedure, and you don't have to decide right this instant. Think it over. No need, sir. I'm good to go, Lieutenant. Look at the look <laughs> in his face. <laughs> good man, Greer. You never really want to refuse to do something like this, do you? No <laughs> need, sir. No, but you'll be mighty glad when someone else volunteers first. We know Greer has some psychological issues, but this need to always be helpful, it's not good. It produces a state called mixed chimerism, which is basically an immune system that blends elements of both the recipient and the donor. You need some bone marrow, so go ahead and take it. Okay. I can give you something to put you to sleep during the procedure. Don't worry about it. We're short on meds. You don't need to waste any. It's... Really painful, Ron. It requires sticking a large bore needle into your hip bone. The pressure. The, 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 the sooner you do it, the sooner it gets done. See, now you've got to be a brave boy surrounded by three women you, who you want to impress. One, you have a physical relationship, and she's a first lieutenant, so she's his superior. Thank you. No big deal. Well, yes, it is. It's a, it's a very big deal. You do the same thing for me. No question about it. I'm going to stick a needle into your bone. I mean, mm -hmm. it could give you some scars, maybe? Well, yeah, every time I've seen this on House, there's no real form of anaesthetic. Mm. This seems to be one of those procedures where you just got to grin and bear it. I can't imagine. Lumbar puncture, isn't it? No, a hip bone. Similar sort of procedure, though, isn't it? You know, yeah. they don't really... The lumbar puncture, I wouldn't surprise if they did put you under because you have to keep absolutely still to avoid spinal damage. 
Smash him on the head. I love that little clip around here. She gives him. That's brilliant. Okay, we'll knock it off. Yeah, and and they got surely they got some straps. Okay. Okay. Broke the tension a little. Yeah. Now I've got to be medically fumbling your arse. That's a big needle, isn't it? I want to know where TJ got this device from. Oh, oh, oh. Is that the needle, Harvey? A needle that size, yes. Why exactly are they taking his bone marrow again? They're going to take some stem cells from Greer, then put them into Volker, and use that as a immune... Immune suppression. That's it. Ah. <laughs> That's come from stem cell research of the ancients. Yeah, that does seem a bit backwards for the ancients. It makes me wonder if a lot of the medical facilities on board Destiny are just not there because there was never a crew on board. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the equipment would have been brought with them. Tired. This whole thing's affecting both of them. Am I still connected again? Yeah. But Rush is working on it. We're we're going to figure this out. Is she all right? Yeah. Well, she's fading. We're trying to figure out a way to preserve her consciousness without harming you. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Do what you need to do to help her. Oh, everybody's eager to sacrifice themselves. Chloe, the female Greer this episode. What's that, Eli? Except rather easier on the ice. Will you switch again? Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, Scott. Scott's not handling this quite as well as Eli is. Excuse us a second. Perhaps because Eli's gaining something from it and Scott's risking something. Whenever it's getting in, in uh, Chloe's body as well, Scott's like, let's just walk over here. <laughs> don't need to be there. Yeah, because clearly they're far enough away. Look, man, I, I know you miss her. I know how much it hurt to lose her. This isn't about me, Matt. I'm trying to save two What's people. What's going on here? Okay, then. Oh. Yes. No. Amanda Perry. <laughs> This is getting... Here comes Nicholas. Never seen it move so fast. Kathleen Munro returns to Universe for her fourth appearance on the show. Every time I see that scene, I think, wow, she's really good at playing Amanda Perry. And then I remember, it is actually her. <laughs> Hair tucked behind the ear and the sort of mousy hold of the hands and everything. That's brilliant. It is a very easy way to identify a character into certain mannerisms. Yeah. And obviously because of her physical restrictions in a normal body the very fact that she's got control of her hands always brings those to the forefront mm -hmm. Amanda's consciousness is already far weaker than the other two alright well, do we have any solutions yet well I've had no luck with the communications device but I do have another idea oh what, what? the neural interface chair now I believe with that we can isolate each consciousness and upload them into Destiny's memory bank like Franklin Wait, like what? I've seen and spoken to Dr. Franklin many times now on the bridge. Oh, he kept this quiet, did he? <laughs> Unlike Rush to keep something quiet. Yes, how bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> I found Rush is normally open. <laughs> to see things before. Are you seeing him now? to sever the link shortly after your experience with the alien battle simulations. That explains why Franklin hasn't been a guest star on the show recently. It didn't work the first time Chloe's becoming an alien. Yeah, this is different. I don't know what we're dealing with here. So there's no danger to Chloe at all? I didn't say that. Did I say that? I'm going to have to remove some of the safeguards I put into the chair's programming, yes. But I've done the calculations. 
Chances have I been harmed are minimal. <laughs> Define minimal, please. This is not our decision to make. Sterilise in the old-fashioned way. Mm -hmm. Steam, alcohol. It means they must be recycling gloves. Yeah, they tend to not be the most hard-wearing. No. Disposable for a reason. Yeah. You don't want one of the finger going through one of those in the middle of an operation. She's not coming back, is she? <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> gonna go. <laughs> Guys, I, uh, I gotta go stretch my legs. I'll be back in a couple of You days. can't blame her. This is above and beyond. Mm. Yeah, she wants to go take an antiemetic. <laughs> uh, Ian obviously knows about an antiemetic. <laughs> yeah, I think we'd all take one of those in that situation. It's something that stops you throwing up. Well, this is not a hospital. TJ is no doctor. So you're fine. Thanks, that's comforting. And I like that. Volker considers Destiny where he wants to be. And we saw that in Twin Destiny. Mm. He wanted to stay behind. I hear that. I mean, I miss home. Sitting in the backyard, warm summer night, sipping a beer, staring at the stars through my telescope, you know. But he misses his home. Simple thing, just sitting on his backyard. I love that backyard. Of course, Greer doesn't have such warm feelings about his home life. No. My guess is that Scott is quite pleased to actually be talking to Chloe for a change. All right. Sure. Lamp. <laughs> disconnect the stone and risk losing them forever. And that was front and centre lamp. Explicit full frontal lamp. Who were? I mean, that was the focus of the shot. There was a really good close-up on one earlier on. Yeah, Scott, you never know. This could be the last time you actually see Chloe as Chloe. Hey, TJ. Just uh, stop by the infirmary. Volker looks worse. You know, he and uh, Greer are ready to do this. Hasn't Jung even considered that she might not be up to this? <laughs> I know you're scared. This is a major surgery. It is complicated and it's dangerous. And if you do nothing, Volker dies. I do the surgery and they both could die. That is a risk that both men have accepted. Listen to me. I'm not going to order you to do this because you know that it needs to be done and you know that you are the only person who can do it. No, I'm just going to make you feel really guilty until you do. <laughs> yeah. He's going to give a very logical and reasonable path to take. And emotionally manipulative. It's not permanent, nothing. But my hope is to um, find a way. I've got the feeling that Carl, when he was writing this episode, was chuckling to himself, <laughs> putting these people through the ringer. A fresh start. Ooh, a new body. <laughs> yeah, that's an awful claim. Where's that coming from? It's been my dream ever since the accident. Yeah, it's okay when you know that technology exists, but not on board Destiny it doesn't. Yeah, or volunteers. A nice close-up of them holding hands, and then TJ walks into an empty infirmary. Where'd they go? Who? Who? <laughs> you mean who? Oh. <laughs> Seriously, you never noted. <laughs> and this is a great little sequence. Wow. They shot this scene numerous times. Both actors just wanted to get it right. Mm -hmm. This place is really filled up. As close to a backyard as we're going to find on this ship. And you've got to say, this place has really bloomed, hasn't it? I mean, it's a little robot we saw working on the dome. It looks amazing, doesn't it? Although I suppose you've come across a world that's got a decent ecosystem. You can pull a lot of stuff up. Mm -hmm. You can trust that. Took a little walk, TJ. Getting some fresh air. Is Volker with you? That room probably does smell fantastic compared to the rest of the ship. 
Yes, I am. When I first heard this, I thought, my God, MGM and Joel are actually bought the rights to some music. <laughs> and they did, but not in the way I thought. <laughs> no? thought it was soundtrack is actually in the episode that little music might help you relax <laughs> seemed to 2001 ah with friends like these <laughs> and now it's not very relaxing is it <laughs> I watched this episode on the bus this morning. My volume was way up, and as soon as that bit started, the person across the bus from me looked over towards me. I think they could hear it. <laughs> this is all ad-lib by Peter. <laughs> I like the battery dropping. That was brilliant. That was it. When that finally happened in rehearsals, it said, that's what we need. <laughs> that's the take we want. I spotted the Kino on the table as well. Are they using that as a camera? You know, right in the... Uh, Sensors through there. It's on some sort of mount as well. Yeah. Okay, lads, there's no turning back now. Pass me the scalpel. How will I exist? You'll live inside Destiny's computer system. She looked even smaller than she normally does with her legs up against her mm -hmm. chin like that. Got that impression earlier on when they were in the corridor and it was Chloe and then it switched again and all their eye lines dropped by like yeah. two feet. <laughs> And you go, hang on a minute, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pity she's got no frame of reference for Star Trek. <laughs> or Voyager, in particular. Yeah. Andromeda. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, there were avatars more than oh, yeah, holograms. Hell, the ancient database may even have information on it. We just need to find it and figure out our way to do it here on the ship. I, I know, I know it isn't perfect. But we can be together. Look, worst case scenario, you're still technically alive. Mm -hmm. Just to see you, talk to you, hear your voice. He's trying, I'll give him that. It can be enough. You can't really begin to understand what's going through Gin's mind. Can it? Oh, oh no. <laughs> All the stones, come on. Gin? <laughs> Okay, right there, that's the lumbar vein coming off the back of the renal vein. I'm gonna cut that. I don't know if it means anything, but it's an all-female surgical team. Obviously, TJ, yes. It would be probably wrong to say only women could be nurses or uh, assisting. TJ, have you started the surgery yet? Uh, yes, sir, about 30 minutes ago. Again, had another choking attack. She all right? Yeah, she's okay. It, uh, it passed, but I'm not waiting any longer. We gotta do the transfer now. I'm going to be here another four or five hours, sir. I can't leave. All right, well, keep going. We'll, uh, we'll manage. Copy. And they joke that Becca's there just to decide what they're going to eat <laughs> the next day's menu. I've got to say, if they were about to start the surgery, you'd think they'd radio and say, OK, radio silence, please. We're about to do the surgery. Yeah. Lock the door. If you've got a headache, don't come, because we're not going to answer. So they're going to try... This is just this is just Rush's favourite toy. <laughs> yeah. I know they really haven't got much choice, but doing these two things at the same time is not a good idea. I know it's... And if you want to grab the blue, uh, the DVD, there's some very good behind-the-scenes footage for this sequence. Yeah. They talk to the two women who did all the prosthetic work, you know, the chest and all the blood and the kidneys. Very, very realistic. I'm definitely going to have to get a copy of this on Blu-ray. Not Blu-ray, DVD. DVD. 
No season two Blu-ray. We want a season two Blu-ray, even at this point. Damn it. We want a season three more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm reading two energy signatures, each separate from Chloe's. No, no, are we sure that that one's Chloe's? Well, that appears to be the dominant presence. I think we can safely assume that it's Chloe. We're assuming it's Chloe. It's an interesting choice, though, because Gin's the one that's active at the moment, so she could well be the dominant presence. Whoa. This transfer's already begun. Well, that's not good. As data transfers go, not exactly a painless procedure, is it? And that is the last thing she remembered, being strangled to death. What happened? I don't know. Destiny's mainframe just had a huge power surge. We lost imaging, database, everything. Oh, why did it take the laptop out? <laughs> I was just wondering that too. <laughs> Blood on her hands. Not a good time. Literally as well as figuratively. Power surge. Is it still transferring? I don't know, the mainframe is inaccessible. Anything? No, it's crashed. Why? I don't know. Ooh, temper, temper. I would have thought there'd been some sort of brownout, you know, as the ship drew power to support the transfer, as opposed to everything just shutting down, the ship shaking. Maybe because it knew it was in the middle of such a complex operation, it shut down power to everything else, though, just to that, so it didn't fail. Yeah, that makes sense. There is a method behind the madness. We don't have time. I need to finish this. Hang on. I think I got the ligature device back online. The database is still down. Tamara? Oh, hello there. What? I'm Amanda Perry. Dr. Perry, how do I... No time to explain. You need to finish the surgery. TJ, what's wrong? You're not real. Listen to me. I'll help you. I have access to the entire medical database. Trust me, Tamara. I can help. You're going crazy. I wonder if you was told about Franklin, otherwise... I've never heard anyone call her Tamara. I know. I think that's the difference. So not the first time that TJ has seen things. All right. The first connection you need to make is to the renal vein. Attach it to the external iliac vein. This is probably better than reading yeah. instructions on a screen as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she has someone talking her through the procedure. Two new programs have suddenly appeared in Destiny's memory bank. One of them, in fact, is active somewhere on the ship right now. Doing what? It's just a pity there's no physical form, so they couldn't do the operation themselves. Okay, the artery's attached. Go ahead and unclamp it. They need a mobile emitter. You need to be able to track these things and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's pink. Ooh. I like that little drip of blood that runs down there. It shows how good the prosthetics work is. Mm -hmm. Something very simple, but if it looked wrong, you need to take your right out of it. Yeah. That's it, you did it. Break out the bubbly, or whatever Brody's got brewing on his still at the moment. Greer should not be on his feet. <laughs> He's a machine. There's a lot of things he shouldn't do. That's not Greer, that's Becker. Greer's still in the other bunk. I like that little detail. Chloe's burn marks. Yeah. Chloe. Yeah. Needle marks or whatever the hell that's supposed to be. Well, I mean, they wouldn't bother usually, so it's nice that they included it. Because mm -hmm. right. there's something a lot of people wouldn't think of. Okay. Sorry, Eli. Third wheel. So far, so good. I uh, started the stem cell infusions. Over time, we'll wean him off of it as he reaches a chimeric state. But hopefully, his body won't reject the kidney. We just have to wait and see. He won't reject it. Great, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting idea, you know, that stem cells from Greer bridging the gap. Mm. Rather than get, trying to get his body to pretend that there's nothing there. The kind of fool in the kidney that it's still inside Greer's body, long enough for it to establish itself. David, 
Yeah, it's me. Oh, hello. We just made the connection. We had a problem with the communication device on our end. Took a few days, but our guys finally fixed it. Damn it. The bomb was diffused. Washington is safe. Now, surprisingly, this helped. If they had lost the communication stones, we'd never have got Gin or Amanda back mm -hmm. in whatever form you want to consider. Certainly from Eli's perspective, a non-tactile one. And why is the bridge empty? Ever since they've got control back, there's always been people there, if nothing else, mm -hmm. just practicing. It worked. Thank you. Surely there must have been somewhere on board this ship they could have this heart-to-heart. -heart. Amanda's probably taking this a lot better than Guinea's. Yeah. Free. Yeah, the lack of a physical body is not that big a deal to Amanda. Have you peed yet? <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's no need to be embarrassed. They've seen your insides. He's his BFF. He's going to check his all right. Yes, I've... Yes, okay. Good. Good. Hey, you need to walk. Just a little bit around the infirmary helps the body heal. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you're the spear wheel here, mate. <laughs> and I got that impression. It was a bit weird. Well, they've been hinting a bit that there could be something between these pair. Yeah, but they've been hinting massively that there's something between her and Greer, so... They're just... Everybody's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little infection setting in there. Oh, an infection. Get him the tea. <laughs> Get him the tea. They actually cut a scene out here with Park and Volker. He said to her that, oh, I won't throw up on you again. They had to cut that because earlier on, he actually did throw up on her. Huh. They cut that out of time, then had to cut out the line. Oh, so it was consistent. Eli just got that feeling that somebody's behind him. I thought she's changed into her leathers. Oh. I was getting worried. Again, it's a good look for her. Saw your consciousness in the memory bank, but you hadn't appeared to anyone yet, so I didn't know what to think. Residual self-image thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's only temporary. It is. I promise. See, now the tables have turned. She's happy with this. She's got something she didn't have before. Eli's not quite so sure. It might not be enough for him. Just being here. Seeing you. Hearing your voice. It is enough. Oh, the look of hope and joy on Eli's face. Oh, nice. The hand just goes through his cheek. I think I got that he was worried that she would think it wasn't enough for him and she would refuse. I'm not sure if she thought it'd actually work. She's probably realised that everything that is her still exists. Mm -hmm. She hasn't lost her identity or anything. Now they've got over that hurdle, coming into mind that they can talk, but they can't talk. Yeah. Good episode. It was a good episode, yes. It's a convoluted episode, twisty and turny, guest stars are plenty, mm -hmm. and lots of humour. How could anybody say Stargate Universe lacks humour? <laughs> this would be an episode I'd show them, but I wouldn't want to show them, because you'd need the other season and a half to lead up to this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you, Volker and Brody together, you know. <laughs> Don't have a cure. Hawk as well. Yeah. <laughs> Something simple. The whole 2001 theme. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> you know, because you think, oh, this this is a soundtrack. This is for the viewer. This isn't for them. And all of a sudden, it's Brody who's playing it. <laughs> From that old iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> that is excellent. Well, that was enjoyable. Yes. Right. Will Waring, the director of this episode, who I have been informed through one of the commentaries, isn't keen on ever doing a commentary himself which is a pity because I think it, it always pays off when you listen to a director to give a commentary 
talks about why he had a shot or a particular scene in a particular way. Depends on the director you get with DPs and that in second unit. You may get some directors who don't want to take full credit or who would at least acknowledge the level of help they get from crew and cinematographers and that. It could be. Peter Louise, who just sings his way through the commentary. <laughs> I'm certainly pretty sure I've said it before, but there hasn't been a TV franchise that I've embraced extras <laughs> that Stargate has done. That's a testament, isn't it? Yeah. I know there's there's a Region 2 DVD release that hasn't got any commentaries on because I had to buy the Region 1 DVD to get them. Oh. <laughs> That's the thing I noticed. With the Region 1 DVDs I bought for SG-1, there were commentaries from, I think, Season 3 on every single episode. They embraced it right from the start. It's surprising when you get a modern TV series and you get the box set and you see, oh, two commentaries out of 12 episodes. You go, oh, okay. And then you buy a movie and J.J. Abrams doesn't put a commentary on. You go, yeah, bastard. <laughs> And then six months later, they release another edition with a commentary. And you go, yeah, bastards. They released another edition with like three commentaries. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, if you, if you want extras, if you wait long enough, the Alien Blu-ray box set has enough extras that you could just basically watch and rewatch the movies and the commentaries and the extras. And it'd probably take you a solid month to get through everything. Right then, Will Waring, the director of this episode, he eventually uh, worked on... 13 episodes of SG-1, 16 of Atlantis, and 9 of the Universe. It also directed episodes of Continuum, Dark Matter, Strange Empire, Painkiller Jane, and Travellers. Also, the camera operator for 60 episodes of SG-1, and second unit director. Carl Binder, the episode's writer. Two episodes of SG-1, 15 of Atlantis, and he wrote six episodes of Universe. Also written for Mysterious Ways, Just Cause, the LA Complex, Transport of the Series... Cedar Cove, The Messengers, and Houdini and Doyle. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. Hello, Alan Mike and the Gatecast listeners. Brett here again from Australia with some feedback for the alliances. So, Homeworld Command has a cargo ship crash into it. Isn't it in the Pentagon? Or under the Pentagon? It seems a little bit unbelievable. And then here we are out in the... uh, makeshift command center outside and everyone's name dropping homeworld command destiny communication stones out in the open i'm sure someone's got a radio that can overhear all this classified material that everyone's just talking about and i think if a bomb went off like that in washington there'd be there'd be a little bit more than just one military colonel in a tent giving orders on ship it's good to see the original kowalski back uh, even though he's not going to live long after this one. Um, interesting sort of predicament. Ray and Greer using someone else's bodies to uh, go and find a bomb, even though it means certain death. And we have another senator walking around wondering if we should spend money on this project or not. Come on, guys, you're either going to spend the money on it or you're not. Let's stop all this debating. But yeah, there are some thoughts on alliances, and I'll be back to talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Thanks for the feedback, Brad. And well, French Stewart played Ferretti in the movie, not Kowalski. But I totally agree that it's always a buzz to see actors from any of the Stargate productions crossing over to the others, be they the same characters or totally different. It was an interesting choice having both of Destiny's visitors be less than likeable, which I suppose made it easier for them to be sacrificed later. 
but also, especially in the centre's case, their fate and final decision an inevitable but still noble choice. I totally agree about the location of Homeworld, but then the Pentagon is like Jaffa armour, more for the look of things, and the day-to-day operations of the US military spread across the world, and while wiping Washington off the map sends a message, for the Lucian Alliance it would be poking a hornet's nest given the global structure of the IOA and SGC. If anyone wants to get in touch with us, then you can visit the Gatecast website at gatecast.co.uk or email us using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Google+. Do a search or follow the links from the website. We are also on Twitter at the Gatecast, which is one word, and are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. We also have an independent RSS feed, which contains everything we've released so far. You can copy and paste that into a podcatcher as other services limit the number of episodes listed. Okay then, let's get back to the show. And that was Hope, as Ian says, an excellent episode. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Third time I've watched it this <laughs> since Friday. And still enjoying it, so that's good. Oh yeah, yeah. Next week's episode is Seizure. Very, very bright, this kid. He reminds me of me. What is it with genius and social skills? We are in an undeclared war with the Alliance. This place can be Destiny's lifeline. We have a problem. David Hewlett guest stars. This mission is already a failure. Stargate Universe, only on Sci-Fi. Imagine greater. A notable guest appearance from a Stargate Atlantis actor. Excellent. Robert Picardo and David Hewlett. And Victor Garber from uh, Legends of Tomorrow and Alias. Anybody watched last week's episode of Legends of Tomorrow? I haven't seen any of Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. Have you seen Alan? Where Mick did the introduction. Yes. <laughs> and then at the end says, who writes it? <laughs> I thought, finally. Seriously, you idiots haven't figured this out by now. Now history's all screwed up, and it's up to us to unscrew it up. But half the time we screw things up even worse. So don't call us heroes, we're something else. We're legends. Who writes this crap anyway? Yeah, I, I just love how they play with it. Right then, folks, thank you very much for joining us for Hope. As I said, next week we're going to be watching Seizure. If everything goes according to plan, Brad will be joining us for that. Ian, thank you very much once again for joining us. Not a problem at all. My pleasure, as always. You want to give a bit of contact information? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm Ian Eisted. I explained that last week in a really convoluted way. So the easiest way (laughs) to find me is to go to the Gatecast Twitter account, and you'll see me there. Okay, then. And I'm back for the hunt in a couple of weeks, I think, so... Yep, we're closing fast on the finale. Got to start lining everything up. Yeah, in fact, I've only got two episodes left. (laughs) Okay, then, until next week, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I've been Ian. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.